right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12 questions version of the podcast with Justin Haley from the Truck Series. Justin won the Canadian Tire Motorsports race after the Noah Gregson, Todd Gilliland wreck, and that put him into the second round of the playoffs. So he goes into Talladega in a couple weeks, uh, not worried about anything. He's already into the round of six right now. So I thought I would sit down with him knowing that he is going to be moving on and do a 12 questions interview. Never had done one with him before. Actually, I really even uh, met him or talked to him before this. So it's a good chance to sit down with him. So let's hear how Justin Haley answered the 12 questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Justin Haley. And Justin, the first question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? Um, I actually had a dream last night about racing, which is pretty rare, I'd say. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really don't dream about racing too much. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper, and I go to sleep, and I wake up the next morning. But last night, I had a dream that we won Vegas. So oh. by the time this comes out, I'm sure that's going to be true or false. Yeah, well, if it comes true, then people are going to start asking you like what your other dreams are, just in case they need to be prepared for future events. You know, yeah, it'd be like deja vu or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really dream that much. So the fact that I had a dream last night about winning Vegas, it was all like a two in a row deal after Mossport and whatnot. So I don't know, kind of cool, but um, hopefully dreams come reality. Okay. Uh, if you get into someone during a race, whether it's intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Um, yeah, I think there's a certain level of respect. Um, normally if it's not too big of a deal, I just kind of let my spotter know. My spotter kind of relays it. Um, especially if we're early in the race, you don't want someone hot at you. So, um, I think if it's, uh, you know, a racing deal and you kind of get caught up then it's kind of whatever you talk to the guy next week. But I mean, if you go out there and, and get into someone, obviously there's going to have to be some type of communication the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, what is the biggest compliment someone could give you? Um, I'd say that I'm just a, a hard worker and dedicated to what I do. I feel like that's, uh, you know, why I do this is I just, uh, put my all into it since I was a little kid. And if I keep, you know, just working hard and, and putting everything I can, uh, into it, even if it doesn't work out, um, it'd probably be the biggest compliment. Okay. So, um, NASCAR comes to you and they're like, Hey, we're bringing this huge celebrity to the racetrack. Um, they're going to check out the Chuck race and we'd like you to host them a little bit before the race, show them around. Who's a celebrity you'd be really excited about hosting? Man, I don't even know. Um, celebrity. Kaz Grala? <laughs> he's, he's a celebrity, right? Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. There's, uh, there's some like vloggers. I'm pretty big into vlogging. Like, really? uh, Casey Neistat or like Roman Atwood. They're, they're pretty cool. I know Roman did a race, um, a while ago with, with I think Ty. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really too big in like the, the whole scene of like music and TV. I really don't watch TV that much unless there's a hurricane coming. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just kind of stay out of the, the, so I always tell everyone if, if I wasn't racing, I didn't have to be on social media. I wouldn't, hmm. I wouldn't have any platforms. Cause I just like kind of doing my own thing and, and, uh, you know, kind of bouncing off my family and friends and, and whatnot. So uh, I'm not really sure, but I, I think final answer would be Casgrala. So do you have to limit yourself on social media or do do you like try not to, to spend too much time on there then? Well, I, I think you have to, to a certain point, you know, I've been putting up some Instagram stories and, and some live videos with Kaz. Um, it keeps going back to Kaz, but um, just, you know, he's my best friend and, and people, he has a fan base and I have a fan base. So we kind of like to connect them. Uh, I, I do spend quite a bit of time on uh, Instagram, 
just uh you know i usually do a post a day or whatnot just trying to engage fans and, and get my viewership up or whatnot and um you know my tweets are kind of hit or miss but uh i don't have a personal facebook i really don't have a personal instagram either it's, it's just kind of all racing based okay um, so in an effort to show this is a health conscious sport, NASCAR decides to offer the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've gone vegan just to go vegan. Okay. Um, so you're I, a healthy eater. Yeah. Yeah. I think my PR girl and my manager and everyone, in my family, they get pretty hot headed. I am a very healthy eater. I haven't had a slice of pizza in a few years. Wow. Haven't had a soda in a few years, any snacks. I mean, it is every meal for the past two and a half years has been uh, pretty calculated. It gets hard racing, um, but you just have to make smart decisions. So I am uh, probably one of the healthiest eaters in the whole garage area, um, probably to Jimmy Johnson. But wow. I'd probably say I beat Jimmy Johnson because I, I, I never treat myself. Um, and it's just kind of a lifestyle. I used to eat nachos every day and, and whatnot, but um, I don't know. I just kind of found a, a groove, and I like healthy eating and it's just what I do. I feel better and I feel like it, it really affects my performance. So, um, yeah, I really never go out to eat. Can you tell me a quick tip or something? Because I really struggle when I'm on the road here at the racetrack to eat healthy. How do you eat, uh, like, uh, make good decisions when you're on the road? Yeah. And I don't even know if it's just healthy foods, but it's just making sure you put the right foods in your body. You know, if I go out to eat at a dinner, um, like last night I did with my team, I eat steak and mashed potatoes, right? That's that's not bad. It's got good carbs. I'm racing tomorrow, so it's going to be good. It's got protein in it. Um, you know, I'm not going to eat a cheeseburger. I'm not, I haven't had french fries in years. Hmm. So um, I, I don't know. It's it's just uh, it's hard to do. And, you know, growing up, my parents always wanted me to eat healthy, but I never could until I got something in the back of my head that just wanted myself to do it. So I, I think it's more of a want in, in your head and, um, I, I think that's the, the best. Interesting. Uh, there's really, really no advice that you can give someone. It's just, just a will. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. So now it's time for the random race challenge. So I've picked a random race from your career on racing reference and you have to tell me where <laughs> you finished in this race. Wow. So, uh, this is the 2015 Watkins Glen K and N race. Do you remember this race at all? I do. Yep. I remember it clear as day. Dalton Sargent was in it and William Byron that was that year correct because 16 I won the championship I ran second in 16 but 15 I ran third I'm pretty sure maybe fourth I'm gonna say third because Scott Heckert won he's my teammate and Dalton Sargent passed me on the last lap for second wow that's really impressive you did indeed finish third you started fourth led 12 laps I did lead yeah that's kind of impressive I, I did not remember that but yeah I was pretty salty even even Sergeant, when he was my teammate this year, we'd always go back to that race. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I raced it. I mean, there's probably not too many many races that I, I couldn't remember. Interesting. That's that's very. Do people uh, usually struggle? It's. I think it's kind of fifty fifty. Like some people are like, I have no idea, and then other people have like this memory, like you do, where they can clearly remember it and say oh, where yeah. they finished. It's yeah, really I remember amazing. He shoved in my right rear fender going into turn one on the last lap, and. Then I hit him on exit of the corner. This is the last lap, me and Sergeant. And he had his tail cone flying. After we got out of the carousel, his whole uh, rear bumper flew off and hit my windshield. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Justin, who is the best rapper alive? And here we go back to the questions about 
musician and, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Based on your earlier answer, if you're going to be able to give me a good one for this. Yeah, um, I don't even know who who rappers are these days. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've got no idea. Okay. To be completely honest with you. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, okay, so here's a question that's going to be interesting for you because two people have said this, if, if said you as their answer this year. So it's, the question is, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Noah Gregson said you. And I thought he was kidding at first. And he's like, no, he's dead serious. Uh, I guess you had said something about him at Phoenix a couple years ago. And that still, he was still holding a grudge. And then your buddy Kaz Corrales said you, but obviously in a playful way because you're good buddies. So um, I don't know. What's your, first of all, what's your answer for who has the most punchable face? And then uh, is, do you think Gregson still wants to punch you in the face? Um, I'm not really sure who has the much, most punchable face in nascar i would i would say uh you know kaz probably said me just to be playful he actually called me up right after and he was like oh man i said you whatnot but (laughs) i don't know um i you know i really don't believe in violence you know i i like racing and i I like beating people on the track but i i I don't ever find myself just going up straight up and just punching someone it's not really my style i'd rather talk to him and have a conversation and uh you know become buds or something so is there any still bad blood with you and Noah, are you past that? No, no, I'm I'm good. Um, you know, obviously Noah is, is a very aggressive racer, and he's, uh, you know, he likes to win just as much as the next guy. So um, I'm cool with Noah. I, I'm about cool with anyone in the pits. I, I uh, you know, there's one way to look at it, and, and we race each other um, 30, 20, 40 weekends a year, and you got to see them that much. And um, you just can't have bad bad blood with anyone. I, it's, you know, you, life's too short to do that. So um, I kind of like living it up, and uh, obviously Kaz is one of my good buddies, and you know he wants to punch me, but <laughs> or whatnot. But uh, no, I I'm good with everyone. Um, you know I might be a little hot headed after a race, you know, just because we put so much into it. But uh, at the end of the day, it's it's too short of a life to to hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Okay. So NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be involved with your race team uh, for just one race as part of a big publicity push they're doing. They're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks to the track. One's going to be your crew chief, one's going to be your spotter, and one's going to be your motorhome driver. Who do you pick between uh, Taylor, Tom Hanks, and LeBron for those roles? Well, I think Taylor is definitely my motorhome driver. Okay. Um, That's a (laughs) no-brainer. I think we all know the reason why. Um, I would say Tom Hanks would probably be my crew chief. And then whatever the last position would be, LeBron. Spotter for LeBron. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, LeBron would be on top of his game. He yeah. He's taller than everyone, so we'd never have a, a trouble looking over anyone to see. That's true. So yeah, I don't think I'd ever be a good spotter because I'd be so short that I couldn't I couldn't see. <laughs> I'd be looking over everyone. So, uh, okay. yeah, I, I think that's my three picks. I, I feel like I nailed that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, what's the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Oh, to be honest with you, you know, you hydrate yourself so much that you always have to pee mm-hmm. until you get far enough into the race that you sweat it all out and you don't have to pee anymore. So usually, I'll, you know, I use the restroom, you know, a nicer restroom, uh, you know, if that's the media center or whatnot, but before I go to driver introductions and usually on the ride arounds in the trucks, you have to, you have to go again. So, um, you just hit a porta potty cause it's the closest thing. And then you're, you're missing the, you know, national anthem or whatnot and you're rushing around. So I, I think it's whatever is easily accessible okay it's definitely the best answer all right um nascar decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by the carl edwards backflips and they want a replacement how much would they have to pay you to backflip off your truck after your next win (laughs) that is so 
I got a little backstory to this. I I can do a front flip all day long, right? Okay. But I didn't know how to do a backflip. And we were on the boat one day on the lake. It was me, Kaz, and, and some friends. And, and I was like, I'm going to do a backflip. And Kaz was like, whatever. So I, I did a backflip. And, like, ever since, I've totally sucked. Like, I cannot <laughs> do a backflip. I, I mean, I've gone from, like, five feet up and done a backflip. And I still can't complete the full rotation. So if you ask Kaz, I mean, it's, like, it's unbelievable. Like, no, I don't. I mean, it would be a lot of, I mean, it'd be enough money to have neck surgery is, okay. is, is my answer. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I'd have to really up my insurance rate and everything. I mean, it would, it would have to be a full deal, but uh, I know Hemrick can do it and yeah. uh, I know he hasn't done one in a long time, which is unfortunate, but I'm good friends with Hemrick. So I'd like to see him do a backflip. Okay. Um, so each week on the podcast, I ask the driver to give me a question for the next interview. The last interview I did was with Clint Boyer, and he seemed totally like baffled by the fact that I was going to interview you next. So his question is like, does I don't he even, even know who I am? He seemed like it because he goes, well, I don't have anything in common with those young guys. I don't play Fortnite or anything like that. Oh, I don't play what Fortnite either. <laughs> so, um, and then his question is like, how do you think it feels to get beat by a guy like me who's just you know crazy or out there, but you don't race with them yeah to this point I don't so race with them. i have no idea how to ask you this question i don't even know if you that's that's it I, it's clint boyer's question so it, it. would it be like a johnny slaughter matt crafton thing like a veteran or, or just like no like he talking about how like you know how outgoing he is how weird and goofy and i like, like clint he's yeah he's pretty down to earth i mean uh-huh. he races dirt cars when he wants i mean he's a cool guy i mean look at his his uh playoff emoji it's a trucker i mean <laughs> yeah. how much down to earth can you be yeah that's you know? true He's a cool guy, yeah. Um, I believe the next interview I'm going to be doing is with Timmy Hill. Um, oh. Do you have a question I might be able to ask Timmy Hill? Timmy Hill. Hang on. I might go on Twitter and just stalk him real quick. That's fine. We See can edit. Yeah. See ya. Timmy Hill. Timothy. Timmy Hill. Oh, he's got a mustache. Was that just for Darlington Throwback? Oh. All right. So ask him this. From a young driver that's 19 years old that can't grow foot facial hair, how long did it take him to grow that facial hair? Okay. Because I can't. Okay. You can't grow anything <laughs> at all? I mean, yeah, I can, but I mean, it's just, like here and then Oh, here okay. So just, just ask him, you know, how long it took him to really grow that hair. To grow the stash? Because okay. yeah, honestly, I'm kind of jealous. Okay. I will. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, man. All right, everybody. So there you have it. That is Justin Haley and uh, has some interesting things to say about the healthy eating. I thought that was interesting and uh, the Noah Gregson stuff, how he seems to have moved on from that. I'm not sure if Noah feels the same on that or not because I think that might be sort of a, a one-sided uh, dislike maybe coming from Noah. But I guess we'll, we'll find out as the season moves on. Wanted to let you know about the next episode of the podcast and it's sort of a special occasion because we have NASCAR president Steve Phelps who just took over this week as officially NASCAR president from Brent Dewar. And he is on a how I got here version of the podcast. So we will dive into his background that comes out Thursday. So hopefully you will enjoy that. If you can hear an echo, um, on this podcast on this part, sorry about that. I had to step into a different room in my apartment building because baby mama, Sarah is 
sleeping with um, less than a month to go here before we were expecting our first child, so I didn't want to wake her up. So apologies for the uh, echo if you can hear that in this uh, conference room. I'm going to have to figure out something, somewhere to go when the baby's sleeping to record these podcasts too. Anyway, thank you for your time. appreciate you as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.